Well, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is Pastor Kevin Rollins with Blow the Trumpet Ministries. Come and join us every Sunday, 1130 a.m. at 1609 Havana Street, Aurora, Colorado, 80010, where we love God. We love people while making disciples along the way. If you want to be a blessing to Blow the Trumpet Ministries, go to Give and Find. Look for the Blow the Trumpet logo. The man blowing the shofar. Well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I hope everybody had a great and awesome week. I know I have. Hallelujah. Because I know the joy of the Lord is my strength. And I try and walk in that joy each and every day. Today's message is entitled End Time Awareness. I'll be coming out of Matthew 24 verses 6 through 8. You will hear of wars and rumor of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nations will rise against nations, kingdoms against kingdoms. There will be phantom and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pains. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. That you have birthed within us, Father, dear Lord, your might and your strength, your power, Father, and majesty, Father. We just thank you, Lord, no matter how big the catastrophe, no how worldwide the pandemic, Father, you are still on the throne, Father. So we know that uh, things will form, but they will not prosper against your people. In Jesus' name, amen. When catastrophe such as worldwide pandemic occurs, we are hiding in our end time awareness. Our sovereign Jesus uses catastrophe to shake us from the rocking rhythm of ordinary life. Among all the vaccines I've known in life, diphtheria, tetanus, measles, Rubella, chickenpox, hepatitis, meningitis, and tuberculosis. I want to also add flu and pneumonia. I've never seen a vaccine that forced me to wear a mask, maintain my social distance, even when you are fully vaccinated. I've never heard of a vaccine that spreads the virus even after vaccination. I never heard of rewards, discounts, incentives to get vaccinated. I never saw discrimination for those who didn't. If you haven't been vaccinated, no one has tried to make you feel like a bad person. I never seen a vaccine that threatens a relationship between family, colleagues, and friends. I never seen a vaccine used to threaten livelihoods, work, or school. I never seen a vaccine that would allow a 12-year-old to override parental consent. After all the vaccines I listed above, I never seen a vaccine like this one, which discriminates, divides, and judges society as it is. And as the social fabric tightens, it's a powerful vaccine. It does all these things except immunize. Immunization, my fault, forgive me. If we still need a booster dose after we are fully vaccinated, we still need to get a negative test 
after we are fully vaccinated and we still need to wear a mask after we are fully vaccinated and still be hospitalized after we've been fully vaccinated, it will likely come to it's time for us to admit that we've been completely deceived. This is the division that is so disturbing to Christians, and it's not about economics. It's not about taxes. It's not about deficits. It's not about surpluses. It's not about prescriptions, drugs. It's not about entitlements. And the division is really not about anything that is political or that is social. We, what we have is a division about the Bible, about morality, about biblical standards. And this has become very normal. And it pains us greatly to see the declining interest in the Bible, the massive effort to get the Bible out of public discourse, to get the Bible removed as a standard for conduct, behavior, and law. But folks, this is history, and history exorbitantly repeats itself. And the cynicism of the preacher in Ecclesiastes is justified when he said, there is nothing new under the sun. He went on to say that history is an endless cycle of repetition. That which has been is now. That which is to be, hallelujah, has already been. He said that we are now in the cycle. Men and nations follow the same path from glory to dust, from the heights to the depths, from great achievements to destruction. The beginnings are bright and the beginnings are hopeful and filled with promise, but there's always the slide and the drift, the spiritual disarray that takes over in a fallen world and catapults nations downward and downward into destruction. Our own nation is on that same path. America is caught in the doomsday cycle that has caught every nation and will until the Lord comes and establishes the glory of his own kingdom. We are a dying nation in a world of dying nations and dying people. It all began with such a primitive beauty. It all began with people coming here to this great land to seek out freedom, freedom to express their love to Christ in a community of people who were devoted to the word. But evil has prevailed and we face the inevitable judgment of God. We would have hoped for a triumph of morality, even if it was only a 1% triumph. The law was not given to us originally, but though we are not a covenant people, we are not a Christian nation, we are not God's chosen people as the nation Israel, it is still true that we had amazingly privileged beginnings. We had a freedom to hear, to take the word of God, and to build a nation on the word of God, really. That is unique to the world. We have been a privileged people, and yet we have followed the cycle of all other nations. And Israel provides for us a good pattern because of the parallel of privileges. We are not subject to this judgment of God. There are some nations in the world that never did have the law of the Lord and the word of the Holy One on Israel, we did, we have. On this account of rejecting it, the anger of the Lord has burned against his people. And if it burned against his covenant people with whom he had made eternal promises, 
You can imagine how it burns against a nation that has no such covenant. And he has stretched out his hand against them and struck them down. And the mountains quaked and their corpse lay like refuse in the middle of the street. And he's looking ahead at what Babylon hordes are going to do when they arrive. For his anger is not spent, but his hand is still stretched out. And it not only went through the slaughter, but it ended in the captivity of 70 years. It's going to be a hostile army led by God, the Babylonians. He's going to lift up a standard to the distant nation. The Lord's going to be the general. The Lord's going to lead the Babylonians, a bitter and hasty nation, as Abaka called them, the Chaldean nation. The pagan nation is going to be the judge of Israel, God's people. Amazing, and God's people's going to whistle and to send out a whistle to call that army. It's going to come with speed swiftly. Help us, Lord. And the language that has image of speed and impeded motion, no one in it is going to be weary or stumble. Nobody's going to slumber and sleep. The army's not going to have to rest. There's not going to get tired. They're just going to come rapidly. The belt at the waist is undone. When a soldier is finished with his day, he takes the belt off because attached to his belt is apparatus which he fights. And he loses his belt and his garments fall and he's at rest. But they're never going to take off the belt off. No sandal strap will ever break. The arrows will all be sharp. The bows will all be bent. The hoof of horses are going to be like flint. That's like shiny metal. The chair wheels will be like a whirlwind. It's going to roar like a lioness, like a young lion growls when it seizes the prey that carries it off and no one to deliver it. So much power and so much force, it can't be restrained. It'll grow over in that day like roaring of the sea. If one looks to the land, behold, there's darkness and distress. Even the light is darkened by its clouds. We are holding on in the hopes that there is still a majority of people who believe in biblical morality and a place for Christian faith, but it's hanging by a thread and it's in decline. Our fathers, we look at the word, we are again amazed at its relevance and its impact. It gives us the clearest understanding what we're seeing today, the nations in its throes of its death. We have come through the brightness of our infancy and now we're in the death struggle. We're going down, it's not political and economic, it's not uh, partisan. It is the rise of sin, defiance, sin, disregard for your word that is taking us down. See that we know that you are honored and glorified even in your judgment. But we pray that at a crucial time like this, critical time, we might understand our responsibility to be used by you, as was the prophet Isaiah, to bring about a salvation even in the great time of crisis. We look forward to what you will say to us again in your son's name. Job well done, my faithful, good and faithful servants. Father, we just thank you as no matter what we go through that we stay faithful to you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. We just lift up your mighty name, Father. We do the battle cry because we have victory in you. And not only are we conquerors, we are more than conquerors. God bless you.
Come and join us every Sunday. That's 11.30 a.m. at 1609 Havana Street. Roar, Colorado, 80010. Be a blessing to blow the trumpet. Go to Giveify and look for the Blow the Trumpet emblem, the man blowing the shofar. God bless you.